Hey, how's it going, Champagne Sharks? Hope everyone's doing well. Just wanted to uh, do some quick house cleaning, let people know. Go to ChampagneSharks.com and you get access to all the links related to Champagne Sharks. You can go there and find it all. And you can find where we are on social media, our products, all that stuff. Also, Patreon benefits, which includes Discord server, book club night, movie night discussions, show notes, newsletter, and most importantly, bonus episodes. So definitely become a patron for $5 a month at patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks. And without further ado, here is the episode. Take care. Champ is kind of a reunion of sorts. During the episode of the White Cannon, where we were discussing... What's the name of that book? A, a movie network. We uh, these guys started bonding over the Crown, which I hadn't seen, but they piqued my interest. So I binged all of the Crown, and everybody. Oh, seriously? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, binged, wow. I I can't do that. I can't skip seasons. I'm like very uh, OCD about that stuff. Like I will always watch. Like I'm so bad with that that I never watch a new Doctor Who because I'm like if I can't watch from the very first black and white thing, I'm just not gonna watch it. So the I, first one's I think 1957. No, or right? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> It's really old, wow. so I just never watched a new one. Because everyone kept saying, no, you can suck fresh. I'm like, so, uh, yeah, I watched the whole thing. And it was interesting. I mean, we can get in, we can get into that. But first, let me uh, introduce introduce everybody. Uh, let me start with the co-host, Vita, if you just want to say hello. Hey, what's up? And real quick, I hadn't seen it when we talked about it. So I watched it off the strength of them being so excited about it. Then, oh, was it Downtown Abbey? Was it Downtown Abbey that you watched? Yeah, I had watched Downtown Abbey. Oh, that's what I it was. I hadn't watched The okay. Crown. And yeah, so that's what happened. I they got they seemed so excited about it. So I was like, let me watch this shit. And I finished oh, so it like you did. I couldn't skip. I but I do understand now why Josh said it's okay to skip, but um I didn't skip and we're gonna talk about all of it. So but but I think it helps some of the context. Like I think it does help to watch the early ones, even though I think Josh was right, you don't need to. I do think <laughs> I would have been asking a lot of who is this person or right. looking up on Wikipedia. So it did it did help. So but I do see why you why you said that. But well, since Josh already spoke, I guess we can start with uh, Josh. If you want to introduce yourself and let people know where to find you. Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Josh Olson. I'm um, a screenwriter primarily, uh, living and working in uh, Hollywood, California. I also uh, host two podcasts, one, The Movies That Made Me with Joe Dante, where we talk about movies with people who make movies and with comedians and all kinds of other people. And then uh, the other one is The West Wing Thing with my friend Dave Anthony, where we have God help us, been dissecting every single solitary episode of that cursed show in sequence for 300 years now and uh, talking about the terrible politics and how they led us to where we are today. A quick question. Are you guys going to extend past the Sorkin years or are you going to stop? Oh, we, we're already, we're already. So thanks. Thanks, Trevor, because uh, I listen to your show. Um, okay. we, we, uh, we, we got past that about a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we we're into the he left at the end of the fourth season. We are uh the beginning of the sixth season at this point. So yeah, we're doing all of it. And um fun thing is things change, but the politics are still terrible. So I don't want to open up a whole like can of worms, but I think at the <laughs> end it gets bad in a better way than yes. Sorkin was. Well, like it's it's more watchable, even though the mm -hmm. politics are still bad. Correct. Yeah, it's better written because now it's being run by people who know how to do a TV show, whereas Sorkin was just kind of winging it. Nothing made any sense from one week to the other. These people actually think about continuity. And now the characters all don't sound like they're written by the exact same person. Exactly. But, you know, I mean, they're still yeah. doing things like like a couple a couple weeks ago, they um, uh, they privatized Social Security. That was one of their big achievements. Yeah, the politics might arguably get worse, but it is more <laughs> of a watchable. So. <laughs> yeah, and 
then wow. uh, we also have returning guest, uh, Jared, Jared Ball, if you want to introduce for people who don't know. Sure. It's good to be back. I'm uh, professionally a professor of Africana and Communication Studies at Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland. And I host a show called I Mix What I Like, titled after uh, Steve Biko's I Write What I Like, attempted to extend those similar politics into today. And uh, it's with that perspective that I come to talk about The Crown. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of interesting uh, stuff to talk about with The Crown. First (laughs) off, I have no idea. This is one of those shows where I cannot tell the politics of the people involved. Sometimes it seems to be kind of taking the piss out of it. But overall, I mean, would you guys agree that it's kind of uh, romanticizing the monarchy at the end of the day? I mean, I don't think it's a, contra- oh, there's a, oh, there's a controversial take at all, right? I think we can pretty much... Wow, man. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's not a hot take. Bold, bold assertion. <laughs> One more thing about uh, not listening to your podcast. I actually don't listen to any podcasts now because I've been listening oh, to audible, audible books. Oh. I, I have a backlog of like 100 Audible books. I'm like, why do I have so many Audible books? So like, every day I'm obsessed with getting through this backlog. Terrible. Audio audible books that I've accumulated. Uh, a lot oh, of it's from yeah. when I, I had bad politics. So I'm like forcing myself to listen to like. By the way, shitty books. Mm-hmm. A book that I always tell our listeners about by um, what's his name? I always mix it up. Uh, Nelson George. I was going to call him George Nelson. Uh, <laughs> so the book, uh, The Death of Rhythm and Blues, is now available in audiobook and ebook. When before it was only hard copy. So just wanted to let the listeners know it is now on audiobook. The book that I always tell you guys about. Oh, cool, cool. Oh, also Very I didn't agree book. with your assertion, T. What's that? I was on mute and I was running my mouth on mute, but (laughs) I actually didn't fully agree with your assertion. Oh, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm done. About the crown being romanticizing it. Because I actually don't, I think it was, I don't say, I won't say it romanticized it fully. I think it was a little more balanced. Because it also kind of showed you how corrupt they were. It showed you how oblivious they were to certain things. Um, But I will say the key thing I got from it is that these people and white people in in general will stop at nothing to hold their power. They will destroy their own families to keep power, right? They will make sure their children are unhappy the rest of their lives as long as their family keeps power, right? So I thought that was really the biggest takeaway I got from the show. I felt like it was trying to pretend to be balanced because I felt like they, they were like, this is the age of prestige TV and sophisticated people. We can't be too, you know, over the top with it, even though to me they do get kind of over the top. So in order to remind me of imagine when someone says, uh, no offense, but and you're like, okay, I know whatever's <laughs> coming is gonna be like wild offensive. It felt like that. I felt like it was narratively saying, Hey, you know, uh, we know the monarchy is not perfect, but and then but th- by the end, I always felt that it kind of brought came back around to, but at the end of the day, these people are just like us. Yeah, even though totally that, different. I agree. I think it definitely tried to humanize them more. Um, Like the type of family issues they have are common family issues. Um, You know, not feeling like you're getting enough attention from one parent or being, you know what I mean? Like, so you think like, oh, I can relate to that. They're human just like me. So I definitely think that 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 was definitely part of of the writing and how they wanted to tell that story. Um, But I think the people, the things that they did show us were so, at least to me, and maybe it's just because I already have a thing about these people. It just seemed like they confirmed every repulsive thought I ever had about them. In fact, it gave me more ammo against them. Because that's how I felt. Well, 
I, I would, I would, yeah, to a point, because I think it, um, you know, you're right, because sometimes they do show some of these people in a terrible light, and you're like, oh, look at that. Because I, I, I find myself sometimes watching the show wondering, like, how are they getting away with this? They're in England. Like, how is the, you know, you know, the Queen's watching this shit. Like, how is she reacting to it? Are they upset about it? They have been. Yeah, there have been some complaints. Um, you know, they don't come out directly because that's not how it works, but stuff filters out. And, but here's the thing, and it goes to what you're saying. It's like, yeah, they talk about them. They treat them as though they're normal people with normal human issues and responses. And I think that's the insidiousness if you take the show seriously. Um, you know, because I just I take it as just to me, it's science fiction and and I love it. It's set on a planet that bears a minimal resemblance. Like on Star Trek, it's like, okay, there's obviously <laughs> there's human beings under those costumes, so I can relate. But wow, that's a good analogy. Yeah. But no, human like, beings but, under the costumes. I like yeah, that. but but think about it, man. Think about it. Think about who you are, whatever your parental background is, you know, your parents or your lack of parents or your one parent or whatever, or, or anything, even just like, you know, you are to some extent the culmination of, of your raising and you look at somebody else and you know, they are as well. I, I, I hope I'm not saying like a gibbering idiot, but you know, it's like whatever every one of you has to say about who you are and where you come from. Some of it has to do with your childhood and how you were raised and, and who the people who raised you were. And when you look at anybody, you sort of apply your own experience to them to some extent. And that's a huge mistake with, with royalty. Cause what you're talking about there is people who are, you know, they've been raised through generations of generation after generation of, of wealthy royalty and complete isolation from anything the rest of us know as humanity and have only had via, say, television, radio, and the internet, a kind of third-hand connection to it for about a hundred years. So you're talking hundreds of years of just absolutely fucking psychotic, like family dynamics that none of us here can possibly imagine that we can't, you know, have nothing to do with anything we went through. I don't care. Worst childhood of the world bears no resemblance to what these people, you know, best childhood in the world. They're just, they're fucking aliens. And what the show does that is so dishonest, um, and it makes it relatable, but it's so dishonest is it presents them. It's it's like uh, you know, that Marvel show now, what if, like what if the Royal family were guided by recognizable human motivations and emotions? <laughs> yeah. like, they I would be this. I yeah. think you're right. But I do also think it's a TV show. So they have to make stories relatable or we won't watch it. If well, it's too out of our realm of understding, it will say, this is boring. This doesn't even make any sense. You do know, you we'll, think it would be boring? I will, I, as a I writer, I would love care. to write that show. I, I would think, love to write the show that shows them as they probably are. That would be demented. I think, I don't think people are really able always, uh, say, how do I say this? Unless there are people like you in particular who already have a, a way of thinking about it. A lot of these people in entertainment, they're not, that political. They're about right. what's going to sell, what's going right. to be popular, what are people going to like? And because it's a business, right? And people understand in order to succeed in that business, you have to deliver products people like. And you have oh, to be a part I, of I it. Think- my version of the show is way less popular than the <laughs> But I yeah, think you're right. I, 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 go ahead, T. Oh, no. I was going to say, I think likable is different than interesting, though. Like, I, I agree with you that it wouldn't be likable, but I think they would be so batshit insane. It would be interesting. But I think they want people to kind of stand. I think they want people to treat this like a soap opera where they stand their favorite couples right. or yes. have crushes on people. And they seem to be doing a lot of things that are made to make a gif a gif or a gif of and post it online, you know, but also, of, uh, you can't, yeah. you can't, you cannot tear down white people's heroes. That's just the reality of it. Regardless of what we think about the Royal family, a lot of people still view England, 
England and Europe in this very romanticized way. And so if you go too deep into their shit, they have to erase all the romantic ideas they have about the past in Europe. So I definitely, I don't think they, I don't think, because then on top of that, they'd have to question their present. Well, what is white wealth built off? Nobody wants to have that conversation. So they're not going to get that fucking deep. Because how many white people are going to watch that shit? They're just be mad. They're not going to watch that shit. I will, so, I will so, say, go ahead, go ahead. So, I mean, just a couple of things. One, I, I always struggle with, with, I, the the uh, the idea that we're given what we like that they have to give give us what we like. Uh, I think it's 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 that we are encouraged or made to like what they want to give us. So if they wanted to give us a different story, it could be done. And I tend to agree. But I was saying give us what way. we relate to. I wasn't saying necessarily like. I was saying relate to because people we tend to watch things we understand. That's what I was trying to say. But I don't even agree with that. Is my point in that in that people can be convinced and turned into being willing to watch and like or or relate to or being willing to watch with a certain distance of not relating to uh, uh, almost anything that is well done and well popularized and well promoted. So if 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 you have if you wanted to tell a different version of the crown and you employed talented filmmakers and scriptwriters and actors to do it, it could be done. And I think audiences could be made or encouraged uh, and led to like almost anything. I mean, look at all the kinds of wild productions that have come out that 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 don't necessarily always conform to every sort of formula that do lead certain audiences in certain ways. Uh, but the other thing, but, but I just also wanted to say that I think, Josh, that the way you uh, describe the crown in reality is in some ways, in many ways, what we actually saw in the series. That is, we saw a group of people who whose relationship to the to their to their colonies, for instance, is 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 it's almost uh, invisible to them. The 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 poor of England is almost invisible to them. They don't show up directly in the series very often, except from some very well uh, remembered uh, um, exaggerate. Well, you know. Uh, a popular event, like when the guy breaks into the to the to the to the palace, but even that's not told in the way that it really happened, with his story not being explained, and what after with the aftermath and the conditions from which he's come he's coming are not shown to the audience either. So in that way, maybe it was done intentionally, or maybe that was part of uh, you know just an accidental effect of of telling the story from the, the perspective that they did. But the, in that way, I thought the series was very accurate in depicting well, how the crown sees their relationship to the rest of the world. Yeah, I mean, it, it obviously I think you have to address the fact because you know that they are disconnected but i'm i'm talking about like i think you know when you're watching charles be upset about the way his family treats him or all the rest of this <laughs> you know they, they're acting the way people we understand and relate to act mm-hmm. and i'm saying i don't think that's even remotely plausible i don't think there's any of that kind of thing going on there i think they're mutants i think i i, I wouldn't even yeah you know, it's like but, the interpersonal family dynamics right yeah yeah they're like you know it's like oh daddy isn't this and mommy's that it's like yeah they don't they, i don't know what they feel i know they feel everybody does but it's just it's alien to to, to us but that that's a perfect episode to to talk about it's it's i think my favorite of uh, well with it being it was, alien then mm-hmm, well real quick with mm-hmm. it being alien then would the writers even know how to write that? It's a because think about it, it's a it's a whole entire way of thinking when you're in that type of world, right? We if we're not in that. I think you world, can use a POV. You can use a POV character for that. Like you can still have him be batshit insane, but have like a POV 
character be the entry point and have them kind of comment on how insane it is. I think yeah, that's probably I'm saying, the best way to... Do you think writers have the knowledge and the ability to really tell right. that story? Not so much, is it possible to tell a story if you have the information? Well, yeah, if you have it, you can tell the story. But if you, let's say, like, do they even really have the true story? Because we only know what they pretty much was has slipped through or they have allowed right. to get through. It's but, still but, a very which, you know, they're already, they're story making that stuff we up. already have. They're making stuff up for this one. I mean, that's, that's the job is to sort of try to figure that out because in essence, that's what they're trying to do here is try to figure out the royal family. They're just doing it in a much friendlier way. I'm, I'm suggesting we try to figure out the royal family in one that seems in a way that seems more, you know, legitimate and, and truth-based, even even if you get stuff wrong. And they're, 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 they're eating babies bravery. in there. You know they're eating babies in there. They just <laughs> well, yeah, are. Yeah, as just, a writer, <laughs> as a writer, is it possible to, I don't, I'm not, I don't write, I don't know shit. I'm not a film person or TV. I don't know none of this shit. I'm just right in my mouth. But um, is it possible to pull the stories based off of the people who have been either colonized by them or been victimized by them in some way and just tell the stories through that perspective? Yeah, I'm sure you could dig. Oh, you mean just in general? Yeah, well, the thing with the show that that one of the things I like that they started doing more in the second season is it stops, you know, they, they start doing that. It starts being each episode is a different story about someone who intersects with them. So that's a great structure for what you're talking about. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, there's stuff that, you know, there's enough stuff that you can get that's, you know, real info about these people through sort of back channel sources. And then the rest is, you know, fuck it. They're making this stuff up anyway. Just, you know, make the point is not to get it right. The, the point is not to get the details right. The point is to get across the fact these are not people. They are not people you should be relating to. They are not people. Or, you know, you make the crowd because obviously here we all are. I mean, Jared and I recall like we were, we were cracking up because we love it. Right. <laughs> It was a good show. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's, I, I, I was very it's entertained. It's like you don't Surprising. Think I mean, I enjoyed all the stuff that you're talking about. Like, I like watching. I mean, to 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 both of your points, to 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 Josh Vita, to both of your points, I like, I don't, I enjoyed watching the part where I, because I do assume that Charles is back there whining and crying and waiting for his mother to die. Will I ever be king and all this other stuff? And, you know, and I enjoyed watching all the stuff about, I really love this one, but I'm forced to be with that one and all that kind of stuff. I like all all of that. I, I thought yeah. that was interesting to watch. And I enjoyed even the earlier seasons where you saw how the queen is forced into be t- becoming queen. I mean, I thought all of that is interesting. Now, I would love to see sort of, uh, just as the two of you were talking, I was thinking, how great would it be if we could see uh, sort of a, a parallel or a companion series that talked about the crown from the perspective of all the, for instance, anti-colonial movements. So like, what if we, what, what if we had a series that that talked about the crown in the way that the crown talks about its colonies where they are a distant yet important and impactful reality but they don't really show up and we're watching people all around the you know from within the colonies trying to talk about their struggles against the 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 empire uh, uh and see how the crown figures and shows up in that kind of a story i would love to yeah. see something like that yeah. but uh, uh you know but anyway it, uh, uh and yeah, anyway, I'll just start. Yeah, I thought, that. but I, feel, I did enjoy I it. I mean, I, 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 and the whole Nazi thing too, I enjoyed that section. I you know, love the that whole, part. You know, sure. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel. Know. I feel like uh, in this post-Hamilton world, for whatever reason, we just have a lot of educated minority people who I just think don't want to see that. Like, they're tired of being kind of left out. Like, when I was watching this, especially like the first two seasons, which I think is where they kind of went the most into, you know, the colonial stuff. Like, I would find myself 
getting mad at certain, you know, points where I'm like, okay, these could have been like my parents or my grandparents or something like, you know, that whole colonial Caribbean mm-hmm. royalty vibe thing is yeah. really kind of infuriating. But I would rather see that and be infuriated than to have some fake race bent, you know, um, black people inserted into the narrative on the royal side, you know, but I was like, if I wasn't already politically into this stuff and I was like one of these um, more younger fans who kind of really want the escapism, you know, I was like, okay, I kind of see how a lot of young people are like, I instead of this, it makes me feel bad. I want to see something like uh, Bridgerton where you uh, insert <laughs> black people having the fun too. You know what I mean? Or Hamilton right. where you, you know, so... I like Jared. You want to see Nkrumah and them in the colonies singing and dancing like in the Heights? Yeah, something like that. Or or (laughs) just lie about what they were doing, you know? Exactly. Have him singing and dancing. More scenes of him getting assassinated. He's doing a dance routine in the Congo. Yeah, sadly. I think that's what people would want to see, you know? So I like like Jared's idea. I just feel like a lot of uh, younger fans now, even minority fans, kind of, they've said, we like, we want to be in the winning team. Like, uh, but these the guys won. Is, we want to be part of the winning team. I was watching this um show. You guys it, might have seen this on Netflix called Explained. It's like a really surface level slash in-depth <laughs> focus on like a particular topic. But it's not really. It, it's only 30 minutes. So it doesn't go as deep as, you know, you would like. <clears throat> but they have one about royal, royalty and royal families. And um in the in the story or in the documentary, they were also interviewing and talking to um, women who were in colonized countries, Black women who were in colonized countries, or not just Black women, it was Black men too. And they were talking, I remember this Black woman in particular, and these people were much older and they were talking about basically how fucked up Europe was and they wanted to get rid of that shit. But, But even, but this is like, back in the day is what they were trying to do, right? So basically during the time that we're watching the series, a lot of, there were a lot of Caribbean people and African people who were trying to get them motherfuckers out. Even, but I feel like in the show, they didn't show that as much. They probably showed it more politically, but but they kind of made the people look like they were welcoming to them. And I, but that, but so I think if you want to tell that story, you could also include the story of people who weren't fucking with them. <laughs> you know, th- those people also existed. Um, and that's it's very they touched on it with Nkrumah, but they kind of backed off. They, they that, took their, exactly. put up the gas for I was gonna say they spent more time dealing with the Falkland Islands than they yeah. did with anything involving Nkrumah or some sort of uh conflict with the with an actual colony, but right, yeah. it could, but I'm saying it, exactly, but it, it, it could have been a part of a story. But, it, you know, they include yeah. a lot of other shit in, in the story that I think, honestly, we could have skipped, you know. But that thought, I think if you want, if they wanted to without, you know, black people wanting to feel like. But I think that's more winning to me. I think people just don't want to see themselves as subservient all the goddamn time. I think that's more so the issue. But they also one of the one of the things the show does and it's it's um, uh, I was just reading a review of the new Obama doc on HBO and apparently it sounds like it does the same thing is it's it's not even remotely interested in politics it's just yeah. like what's it what's the human cost to these characters so you never go <laughs> if that stuff's happening you know they barely acknowledge that Margaret Thatcher was just like a fucking monster right. in that show it's just like they don't get along and she's yeah. well I don't know she came across as nuts to me I didn't know anything about Margaret Thatcher at all never knew I I assumed she was. I've heard, I've heard yeah, so yeah, many. Was, that's really, that's 
because she seems well, she's this way worse in real life. I, I yeah. grew up hearing the story about hearing things about her, but from more like this white feminist perspective. Well, look at this white female world leader type thing, right? So that's the only time I've ever really heard her. I didn't know anything about her politics or anything like that. So in my mind, she's kind of like this figure that people like, like a, like a white woman Obama in Europe, right? That's how I thought. Well, watching the show, yeah. I realized she was a fucking bitch. And nobody really fucked with her like that. It showed her the country wasn't fucking with her like that. So that's that was my first. I'm like, oh, people don't like her. I, no, I, I just people. She was. People liked her, but she was polarizing like a like a Trump, but more like a Reagan. Like, like a Reagan. Like yeah, people, like that's people, what I was gonna yeah. say. Like them, people who like who like really liked them. Yeah, okay. yeah. But but people who didn't like them, like a majority of the actual world, uh, who who were not the sort of uh, uh, Western, particularly white, particularly affluent, particularly conservative uh, electorate, did not like them. So that's that was one part of the, the series that that really stuck out to me as well because that when when uh, just personally, it, you know, Reagan in my lifetime, uh, if, if the devil ever walked the earth, if, 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 if he exists and never walked the earth, that was it. And that was his his ace, his right hand in England. Yeah. You know I mean, so like yeah. they were always trying to outright each other. It was like, <laughs> who can drag the world farther into madness? And so so when that part came up in the series and you're right, it was like a lot of it was just, oh, they didn't get along. Oh, you know, she was trying to rehabilitate her image at the end. Oh, she got pushed out. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, I'm sitting there thinking, oh my God, the horrors and the nightmares that that, yeah. that, that her, she and, and her, 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 her buddy over here in the United States States were involved. I mean, it was, it's, yeah. So that, that part did stand out. Like she was way worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did, they did, they didn't lie to the, I mean, they, they, they weren't like, oh, she was great. They were, you know, right, she's pretty right. harsh. And they even have the queen kind of actually finally getting agitated by her politics a little bit. Right. But there is that, you know, they, they really did. I was thinking, it's, it's like they're sort of playing her as like the, the first girl boss, you know? Right. Yes. Right. Look what she had definitely. to endure. Look what yeah. she had to crawl so that Hillary right. could fly. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And the, way the, and the final word they had on her right. was too sympathetic. They just ended it on too sympathetic a note. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you true. know, and, and, and it was like, and I, I kept saying that the whole time going, thank God, can you imagine how much more damage she could have done if she had managed to weaponize that stuff that Hillary did where like, cause she at least, mm-hmm. you know, you criticize her and it'd be like, wow, that's because you're a disgusting, pathetic leftist and blah, 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 blah. But if she'd also had in her pocket, like, well, that's because you're a misogynist. I mean, think right. about how much even more damage she could have done. That's a good but, point. But but for the most part, though, they they do. It's about it's about the character of these people, about their human interactions and their their human feelings about being in these situations. And, and this shows, yeah, this show is not always good in the passage of time, so it's really easy to miss. Because one thing that's weird about this show is they have the same actor do about like twenty years, and then suddenly, even though only like six months has passed, like in season three, everybody's like you know ten years older. So this this weird. They try to kind of age the actors I noticed throughout the season so that when it's time for the actor switch, it's not as jarring, but it really doesn't work. So uh, the Thatcher time, even they try to, um, what's her name? Jillian Anderson. They try to like age her up. Uh, It's easy to miss that. That was like at almost two decades, right? I mean, she, that was a long run. Like, even though she's unpopular, like a lot of people like 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 the same as Reagan. Like there was a thing called Reagan Democrats where the, a lot of centrist Democrats were like, this guy is charismatic. He's cool. Uh, he's going to charm us while he does all this heinous uh, stuff. I think even though people hated Thatcher, uh, she did have like a 
like Trump or Reagan, this kind of strong base that yep. maybe they weren't making all these shows and comedy routines and late night jokes about her, but they, when it came time to vote, they would uh, vote. Does anybody remember offhand how long her run was? Uh, I was just, it's 79 to 90. Yeah. It's 79 to 90. Okay. So it's, it's not almost 20 years. It's a little over 10, but it's still yeah. a long, it's, it's still a long run. Yeah. She, she, in the eight years of Reagan were pretty much, that was the, they were the, the yeah. tag team. And then, uh, and, 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 it, and just as you saw a little bit in the, in the series, it was all, you know, starting with austerity and then worse. And it's just that they didn't really get into too much of the worse in the series. Uh, I was very disappointed they skipped on Reagan. Yeah, I mean, that was an interesting choice. Uh, that is interesting that he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have showed up at all. And I'm not sure that's a good point. I'm not sure why that would have been the case because they were really, uh, inextricably linked at the time. Uh, so that's, See, that's I didn't good, even know that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't, that's a really good question. Why would they not have? I mean, I mean, because they obviously dealt with some relationships with uh, people outside of the the palace. Right. So I mean, like the JFK episode, which I absolutely hated. That was <laughs> that was a low point for me. Um, but we can get to that later. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible, honestly. And it was like this weird, you know, woman to woman exchange that really made no sense in the first place. And I really couldn't figure out why the queen thought anybody fucked with her. I don't know. The whole thing was weird. I didn't even I was so confused by everybody's relationship. And I was also confused. Season about two why was, I was weird. And, care. Season two was weird in general, like tonally. It felt like a DreamWorks. It felt very Ron <laughs> Howardish. It was DreamWorks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just felt what? really like I, I'm not expecting this to be realistic, but I mean, it just gave up. It felt like a beautiful mind. You know, how beautiful mind is just so schmaltzy <laughs> and modeling. Yes. Like, to the point that I started looking up to see if there was a different showrunner or anything, but it's the same Sometimes. showrunner, the same primary writer, but he just went, I mean, like season two, it was like, we don't trust the audience. We're going to give you the most blatant musical cue to let you know every emotion you're supposed to be feeling. Like, we're not going to risk you not feeling the right emotion. Like, there was so many longing stares and, <laughs> you know, like uh, something sad would happen with Jackie O and there'd just be this really despondent, over-the-top music. And it was just so weird coincidences. Like when JFK, first off, I like that actor, the Dexter guy, but he did a horrible JFK. I don't know if he ever saw JFK. I don't know what that dude was doing with his JFK. It was horrible. It was like a weird Southern accent at times. It was just bizarre. But he was like, hey, girl, you know, it was because of you that the queen helped me out because you heard what you were saying. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. This, this is like a comedy of error. It's like an Oscar Wilde type of uh, comedy of error. Like, you're not even trying to be a fake biopic anymore. You just created this weird Oscar Wilde-ish Ron Howard DreamWorks uh, <laughs> fake beautiful mind thing. And it was really losing me. But then by the third season, they got me back. But I found out there was a different musical person in season yeah. two. And they made a to me, it made a huge difference because that season two guy was like, you know, this audience is stupid. They don't know how to feel about anything. I'm going to let them know in no uncertain terms how to feel moment to moment. Yeah, I'm wondering. That's my is, <laughs> I, I, It just occurred to me. I, I, I should have looked this up in advance. Who who uh, created this series? And was it it's not it's not by any chance an American. No, uh, it's a. British guy named um, uh, Peter Morgan, who's okay. Okay. kind of obsessed with this stuff. He wrote the movie The Queen with Helen Mirren. Uh, oh, I've wow. seen that movie. Okay. He, he wrote the movie. That makes uh, a lot of sense. Oh my god, the special relationship, which is all about Clinton and Blair, and you know how they how they helped each other through those tumultuous times. Um, he wrote a play. Interesting. He's obsessed with stuff. He wrote a play called The Audience, which is all about the Queen's meetings with various prime ministers over the years. So it's it's this whole. You know, 
I don't know. Look, we all have our specialties, but he seems obsession. Yeah. And it's not like he's, you know, he's making all this shit up too. It's, it's not, right. like, it's, it's more like a guy just sitting around going, Oh, what would that be like? And, oh, and not wow. being much more interested than that. You know, it's like, Oh, but it will be like this. That's pretty cool. And you know, it's interesting too. I saw interviews with him where, you know, they talked about the, uh, fakeness of it and a lot of historians hate how much uh he lies and i have to keep yep. looking up stuff myself and i'm like okay this guy is just lying like crazy but uh he said um uh, it's not factual but it's true right. that, that's his that's his words and like he's trying to claim like the emotions and the dynamics are true even if the details uh aren't but here's something really interesting well, no, I don't I know have, if, can if I, you guys oh, no, Go ahead. Oh, it's the last thing I was going to say, but you say what you're going to say because what I'm going to say is going to take into a different direction. So, okay, no, I was going to say per- perfect example of, of um, uh, not factual but true is the one. So, there's an episode, we're going to spoil it if you haven't watched it. Uh, a guy um, during the Thatcher years, working class guy, I showed up, Michael Fagan, I think was his name, broke into Buckingham Palace a couple times and then went into the Queen's bedroom. So, on the show, he, he, you know, there's amazing actor, uh, and I should have looked it up, should have, who has never been in a Mike Lee film, but should, um, gets, he, he wanders around the, the palace and then finally he goes into the, uh, the queen's bedroom and he's just a working class guy. And they focus on how tough his life is and all the shit he's going through under Thatcher. And then the queen wakes up and he's there and they have this whole conversation where he explains his life to her. I just want you to listen. And she listens and she's moved by it. And then finally sort of the guards show up and they gently take him out. And that's not factually true. I mean, it's, it's not factually correct, but because uh, what happened is he broke into her bedroom and she screamed and the guards came and dragged away. Both of those stories get across her care and concern for the working class. I'm kidding. I mean, it's total bullshit. It, it's like <laughs> the, the, it's right. such, the, the reality and the fiction bear no resemblance to each other. Like there isn't an instant where the queen in real life was going, Ooh, I wonder what his life is like. You know, it was like, shoot him, fucking shoot him. Get him out of here. And she, yes, I think she said he, she, he ran past, she ran past him or something like that yeah. and, and, and was out of there. But in the series, you're right. It's, it's meant to, it's, it's meant to give her that juxtaposition like, Oh, Thatcher's the bad one. Yeah. And that's actually what I was going to say earlier that the crown seems to do what a lot of police and military shows do here, where even when you're given some, some, some uh, examples of corruption or, or evil doing or whatever you want to call it. It's it's within the context of, oh, they're the bad apples and the institution is more or less good and they're right, right. It, and they're still justified. So yeah, the crown does a couple of things. We've got a couple of problems here or there, but we're never going to go really as far as Thatcher, right? Nazis, you know, but <laughs> but we got rid of him, but we That's got right. rid of him. And then, you know, we 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 break away with from from Thatcher, it, you know, after a decade or so. And, you know, and we did relinquish the colonies after, you know, centuries. And, you know, and continue neo-colonialism, but you know, but we, you know, so that's way, you know, and I think that's what the crown is doing here. It's, it's, um, but yeah, the, the idea that she sat there and listened to this poor uh, uh, pauper describe yeah. his, you know, is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I thought that was ob- like even in the context of their story, that it just seemed obvious that that wouldn't have because she's cold yeah. to her own goddamn son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. She don't even listen to that nigga. So why if she she doesn't, her, she doesn't listen to her own son? You think she's listening to some guy who breaks into her house? Like that's that's that didn't even really add up. Yeah. For by the, way, by the way, it's her bedroom. I mean, no, let's 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 be real here. Like I, I nobody nobody wakes up our, and goes. I, and I hey. think we'd all be within our rights 
you know, I wouldn't have talked to him person. either. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but she's she's someone, you know, it's, oh, look, a peasant. I'll have to see what he's <laughs> thinking about before I. Oh, God. There's <laughs> no, but this is the thing. There's no way you're going to believe that a royalty or a world leader, you know, or important people in a, in a country that people are trying to, so much so, people are working very hard to uphold their legitimacy, right? They're going to just let somebody come in there and talk to her for five minutes at all. Yeah. These are people who are highly protected for a reason. (laughs) you know something interesting is Jillian Anderson uh, was dating Peter Morgan at the time of the show who's Jillian Anderson the one who plays Margaret Thatcher Thatcher from X-Files Peter Morgan is the creator of the show that Josh mentioned Uh, they broke up um, shortly after the (gasps) film oh that's the girl from X-Files I just thought about that she did a good job in disappearing in the role after giving her I didn't even know that was her I didn't know that either I can say this though there are some damn good actors on that show oh i will have to say that at first i didn't know okay so at first i didn't like they're all too good looking but that's a different story well that's tv you know how that go um but you know how um uh first elizabeth queen elizabeth i didn't i was like this is terrible acting like what the fuck is she doing and then i started to realize oh she's acting like how this weirdo queen was very stiff and you know weird she's just a weird so i started watching actual videos of her i was like oh she actually is kind of weird and stiff like that and then i watched that same actress in a different show called upstairs downstairs yeah Mm. i didn't know who she was Mm. it come to find out i actually saw her in a bunch of movies she's in a movie called little dorrit which i my mom had me watch one day i told you my mom likes that shit um you're talking about young elizabeth or old elizabeth young elizabeth the first one so she is in an, an upstairs downstairs like the remake or whatever and she's a totally different type of character and I was like oh this girl's a fucking amazing actress like she so, is oh, a totally so, different So they made person. it they made a new upstairs downstairs? Yeah, it's yep. old now but yeah. It was oh, I didn't know that. Ago. Okay. Yeah, it's, okay. it's 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 pretty wild. But um Oh, I, I thought you were saying she was in the 70s upstairs downstairs. <laughs> no, 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 no. How old how old is she? Okay. I said I said the new one, didn't I say that? Playing the yeah. young Elizabeth. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I know, right? But anyway, but that girl Claire Foy said, yeah, she can yeah. act her little ass off. I was like, oh my gosh, she's in three movies I saw and didn't even realize it was the same. And also, by so, the way, to go to something that you were saying on on uh, on the Twits the other day, Trevor, um uh, you know, uh, your your favorite actor. Meryl Streep has also played Margaret Thatcher. I gotta say, Jillian Anderson was better. She did. Uh, yeah, I've never seen Streep's Margaret Thatcher. I don't it's, dislike Streep. I just feel like people just say she's the best because you're supposed to say it. Oh, I was wondering what you were talking about because I was like, who the fuck gives a fuck? I about actually Meryl like. I, I, hate I, to, like I, I have to admit, I like Meryl Streep going back a long ways. I do. I, I couldn't. I couldn't stand the Thatcher performance. Yeah. Uh, but but you know, but going she... back to even like Silkwood and stuff like that. Like I, I, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I got, I give, I have a little so respect for her. I mix her up. <laughs> though with uh the other tall white lady glenn close oh yeah that well that's easy oh, to do so i mix them up a lot so i'll be thinking oh i like her oh that's not the same woman so who's the well, one the only reason is- candidate i like her Right, right. Yeah. I was going to say the only reason it's not easy for me to mix them up is because I don't think Glenn Close has been in, I can't, I don't think she's been in like many great movies in a long time. I don't she's see her much, but I get your point. Me. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> Hillbilly Elegy? Anyone? No one for Hillbilly Elegy? No, can, 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 kidding. Uh, Trevor, just what, because I've always been a, a denier about Meryl Streep. And then I saw her in, um, uh, oh my God, what's the, 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 that, that miniseries um, based on the play, the uh, the AIDS play. I'm, I'm just blanking. Uh, Angels in America. Angels in America, is it? And I'm oh, watching Angels in America. 
And there's this character in the thing. It's this rabbi. And it's like, he, this rabbi is so convincing and so specific. I'm like, you know, I've never seen him before in anything. And I'm like, oh, they must have hired, they must have found a real rabbi who, who just managed to be a, a pretty good actor because this guy's amazing. He's perfect for the part. I've never seen him before. You know, I don't know. I feel like he's really a rabbi or whatever, you know, but, but amazing piece of casting, this dude. You get to the end, they show you the credits and the the rabbi was Meryl Streep. Oh, wow. Wow. And I'm sitting there going, okay. oh, shit, she got it. So now I have to. I'm like, okay, fine. I, I, I'm there, she got you like that. You have to give yeah. her credit. Yeah, Although exactly. she did she did kind of cape for, which uh, is probably not the right word, but she did sort of block a little bit for 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 Weinstein, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not so going like to defend her. her. I'm not going to defend her. Yeah. 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 On that one. Just, <laughs> Wait, so on who's the one, one in The Devil Wears Prada? That's Meryl Streep. Street. Yeah. Meryl I like her. That's the one I, yeah. I like her. But that's that's different than the lady that was a Manchurian candidate. I've never seen the new one. Wait, the new one? Oh. No, a long it, time ago. Is she like, in oh, no, that's Angela Lansbury. Meryl Streep was five yeah. when that came out. That was Angela Lansbury. Right, 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 right. No, how, she wrote. No, she's not in the movie I'm talking about. Mm, yeah, I, I think you're thinking of the new one, but calling it the old one. Are you thinking of the one with Denzel Washington? <laughs> I don't know if it's older than new. Yeah, Denzel Washington. Oh, that's oh, the new God. one. That's, that's, that's a terrible, old. terrible <laughs> remake. Yeah, yeah. Josh, I'm feeling real old, one. man. I don't know. I See, don't I never seen. I didn't even know there was another one. So you got y'all talking about old you. I was like. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I must be ancient. I'm not kidding. One of the greatest political intrigue movies ever made. Go find it streaming everywhere. The original Manchurian Candidate. Really good. It's yeah. black and white. It's yep. Frank Sinatra. Like, I mean, it's. Yep. But I like Angela Lansbury. So you should say she's. Angela Lansbury playing the mother to a, a guy who's two years younger than her. And right. China <laughs> is in, and China is in it. So the title makes sense. I don't know why they called the new one the Manchurian Candidate. Doesn't have nothing to do with China. Because of the title, just the the the, the shot, the shout to the original. That's all. Yeah, it just kept because calling the original, it the Iraqi, actual, the, the Iraqi yeah. candidate or whatever wasn't going to work. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like about an Iraqi brainwashed person, but they call it the Manchurian candidate so i'm like okay you've already lost me in but the also original because one, the way actual agent of china yeah that's right. right but 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 it's also the way that the the the, the phrase has become its own it's it's, it's taken yeah. on its own meaning in the political world so so manchurian candidate has been applied in many different instances all over the world since but that that's weirdly film. meta because it only became yeah. a household uh, yes, word because, because of, the of the original movie yes well that's exactly. what i'm saying exactly, exactly. so right. is the original movie the same story as the one the mm -hmm. one with denzel barely remember i mean i'm sure yeah it's, I mean, it's, mostly, the, it's the, just... the 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 basis is the same there are yeah. important plot differences and and uh story differences uh that make the original so, I, I think still important to so see so what was wrong with uh, the name yeah. i don't understand what y'all saying was the issue with the name because um, in the original the manchurian is the actual reference to the to the china chinese communist party Oh. Hence Manchuria. The new one, as you remember, doesn't have anything to do with China. It's all about the Iraq War and the American oh, government. Oh. So they could have, yeah, yeah. In the I original one, Manchurian the Chinese brainwashed them. I thought Manchurian candidate, because I didn't know what I'm, I never heard of Manchuria. And I didn't know okay. Manchurian had anything to do with China. I just okay, right. thought Manchurian yeah. maybe meant something in the context of the who the candidate was in the movie. So like, I mean, oh, he's a robot movie. candidate. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. And that's what it's come movie, to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also an amazing sort of, you know, I think it was one of the first times that we sort of posited the, the notion that, you know, the communist menace and uh, the conservative wing in American politics were actually 
indistinguishable and colluding together was uh, pretty radical for that era. I have to say, I'm going to have to watch it. Oh, it's it's great. And John Frankenheimer and I just like great directors. I just like time. Lawrence Harvey's voice. I like anything that guy is in. She's Even though, like you said, he looks like his the same age as his mother. She's two years older. She's two years older. Yeah, I believe it's yeah, possible. It's, it's I don't. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be low key offended. Like, damn, how old are you trying to say I look? It happens a lot with women. Well, they made her up so. a lot. Yeah. Oh, see, I haven't seen it. I'm just thought maybe they had her out here. Yeah. Looking it, it, that's it, 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 fresh. And if I'm not mistaken, that's also one of the problems women have had as they age, they get replaced by women younger than them, even to play older roles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and so, because yeah. um, um, I, and, and I grew up on Angela Lansbury as Murder, She Wrote. Mm-hmm. So when I finally went back and saw that, I was like, wow, she used to, she used to have a career and yet she's still playing a woman the same age as the woman I saw her play. Right. Murder, she wrote. Murder, she wrote. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. They prematurely aged her like a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. How is she still this old? <laughs> well, listen, I think uh, anyway, yeah. Cary Grant's mother in North by Northwest is six years older than him. I mean, it's oh wow, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. New York Times did an article where they did like a exhaustive look at like a bunch of those examples. Um, the maturing candidate was on there, but yeah, it happens a lot. It was uh like about 10 more years ago that New York Times had the article, but it was an interesting little collection. It even hits your point about uh, what's her name playing Margaret Thatcher. And even though she did a really good job and was well made up and disappeared into the role and and was clearly qualified to do it, it still theoretically could have been a role that went to an older woman actress. Uh, but anyway. I feel just, like we were... Anyway. I feel like we were ugly actors too. Like, I feel like it's got to be tough to be an ugly actor now because there used to be roles for you. Like, for example, uh, is it called Marty? What What's that really good movie that has... Um, why am I drawing a blank on his name? This guy's Ernest Borgnine. I can't. Yes, yes, yeah, Ernest Marty. Borgnine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The and butcher. I feel like yep. if they had that today, they would have Jude Law and fatten him up. That is correct. Like, like right. they, yes. Yeah, I yes. don't know why they get like good-looking people. They ugly them up. Then they give them an Oscar for deigning to get themselves <laughs> be ugly for a movie. That's how I, I felt like, about I Ugly Betty. I was like, she's clearly cute. Like, well, I don't understand how yeah. this girl looks really cute. How is she ugly? All they do is put glasses on her and put some braces on her. Yeah, and I'm offended yeah, that they really... put glasses on people as a sign that they're not as attractive anymore. <laughs> you should be offended that. because glasses yeah. literally up your attractiveness at least. Thank you. Points. That's what I, I'm, I'm saying. Glasses, I, I love and, I, glasses. and I'm waiting for you to add bald heads. <laughs> <laughs> so the glasses. Like, thing, let's though. keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> it's no, but I, I do think glasses on anyone just it just looks. So, I even have fake glasses. <laughs> I, well, I, not, I don't wear them now, but when I was younger, I have pictures and videos of wearing fake glasses because I just think, fake stylish. Not stylish. Fake. Okay, stylish. I like that. I was yes. stylish, and I had the glasses style without necessarily needing go. lenses that were prescription or anything. <laughs> I have like 2020, but um, shame on you. How dare you? But glasses want look your great. 2020 vision. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just put a picture in the group chat. You can all. Oh, I didn't think it's sharing there. You didn't know you could share in there. Yeah. Oh, great, wow. Great, great audio entertainment. Stallone. <laughs> So it's making me. He had a period where he was wearing glasses for a while to oh, remind, remind people that, that he's a writer. Yeah, glasses and uh, human growth hormone. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, that's the look he's rocking now. That's all right, right on. There was a stretch of episodes in season two that really almost made me tap out. It was the it was the one that with the um, Jackie Kennedy, which I just thought both the candies are horribly cast and everything. <clears throat> These are kind of hipster glasses. It, that makes it even look even weirder. 
that uh, what Stallone's wearing. It took that long for it to open up. I can't figure out how to close this. I was going to say you, you you just went back to the to the Stallone. He <laughs> it took that long to pop up. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, season and they probably season cost the, the, all of our annual salaries put together. Sorry, go ahead. The, oh shit, Michael Charles. C. Hall. I'm sitting here. I'm trying to remember because I, I did not go back and rewatch yeah. these. I saw the way. Yeah, it's Michael C. Hall from Dexter playing JFK. Yeah, right. it's Michael C. Right. Hall. Then they oh, it's the, the guy um, from that plays Dexter that plays yeah. JFK. Yeah, oh, he was okay. playing yeah. JFK Jr. And He's then there was. Right, I mean, he, yeah. So he real question. In the role in the bad way because I don't know who he was playing. Real question because I, I I don't know. I'm only going from now how people talk about her now. Was Jackie Kennedy really? I know she was considered fashionable, but was she really oh. considered like the hot chick? Because yeah. every time oh, I've yeah. seen, yeah, 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 she yeah. had the hit. I thought she was ugly. I, I hate to say things like that about dead people, but I never, even as a little kid, I was like, she has the funniest looking face. What, what am I missing? She has her hair nice. There is a threat. There is a thread on Twitter that went viral about her being ugly. She, oh my god! I, I don't get it. I don't see it. I, I don't see it at all. Like I, get that. I, I, will, I will say this. Um, for, first of all, I I I I I disagree. But but I'm you looking have at her. I'm like, okay. A picture where she doesn't to, look no, funny. but but here's the thing. <laughs> think about it's that weird thing. There's somebody. I wish I could remember what it was. There's a great saying about it in politics. But in politics, think about all the people who are considered like you know thirst traps in politics. Like they're they're not. You know they're they're past. Like you, none of these people would be in movies. You know, it's like yeah. Bill Clinton. people are like, oh, Bill Clinton. You're like, hey, but yeah. see, I, I understand that. I understand so, that level of attractiveness. I genuinely J- think Jackie Kennedy was Jr. hideously unattractive. Like, I don't Damn, see right. how about, how about I, I don't, I don't Jr. see it. Um, but not, not, not actually in politics. I gotta, I gotta know what he looks like. No, I, don't I don't know right? what he looks like. Sure, he's a he's a freak. He should have been in politics. He was too good looking to be in politics. Maybe that's why they killed him. JFK Jr. Yeah, the lawyer, he's a lawyer or something. Yeah. And and I and yeah, and he, he has uh, that. He, he has ran like George TV magazine look. too. Mm-hmm. Looks like, but he has. He looks like a TV actor. He don't and even. He's Q apparently as well. I hear. He's what? what? Story? He's Q. That's the whole story. Is that the guy? Oh the really? Guy, yeah. There's like, <laughs> there's some guy who looks nothing like him who shows up at Q events, and everyone's convinced he's like JFK Jr. faked his own death, and then oh, that's what you, oh, I thought you were saying you were you. I thought you were saying retroactively it has come out that he was Q as an LGBTQ. You're saying oh Q no 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 he's Q as a QAnon yeah. Like the, yeah right 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 sorry but I was like wow really okay wow go ahead I was like you, you never know whatever go yeah ahead. just how did JFK Jr. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean to me I feel like. JFK Jr. and Jackie O were kind of like equally yoked, like look wise. Like he's just a big alcoholic face to me. I, I listen to a big, <laughs> I, I, this is somebody that you don't know anything I, I don't about the life, it. but you're like, I, I bet he drinks. So, I, but I don't again, see it. I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know about hideous, unattractive. I get, I get that, I get like not, you know, not, you know, all that, all that. And I get I know, why I'm going hard, you know, but it just really irritates me. hard on that. But that's all right. But that's fine. But she was just, just for the record, though, she was considered yeah. and still is by many considered to be not only attractive, but this stylish. She brought this, this, well, she that, looked fly. She could dress her. Yeah, ass that up. was that was part of it also, you know, that she had that sort of swag about her or whatever. But uh, you know, and it went well with the whole Camelot mythology yeah. that they that they tried to create around the Kennedys in general. Uh and uh uh yeah, so anyway. But I agree that I, th- I think what's his name was nah. miscast as 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 what's his name and uh, yeah. And maybe I don't remember those. Maybe I was thinking of tapping out too. And that's why I don't remember those episodes so much. But, um, I mean, they were just so emotionally yeah. manipulative. It wasn't just that one, but there was a stretch of them where, uh, with Philip and Charles having parallel school experiences and mm. all like the longing looks of Philip and Charles to the camera. 
being lonely and I'm like, okay, I get it. There's parallels and differences. Okay, enough. Um, what I think I know what you're talking about, Vita. There was a viral thread that was going about where people I'm, were calling uh, ja- Jackie O ugly. And look at this picture. To be I fair, they put. found the worst pictures of yeah. her. Like she I, has a particular is, pose. I literally she does with her mouth open. Yeah. <laughs> I just googled Jackie Kennedy, and this was the first one. One of the first ones that came up. I did not search for the bad picture. This is, in fact, it's multiple times in my Google images. Like, this is one of her hottest pictures. You're, you're telling me this woman was the, at, the, at a time when Marilyn Monroe is, like, one of the biggest stars, right? You're well, I mean, I was going to say, <laughs> this is why this is why all those rumors are apparently true. And Jack, well, he was, a, Jack was a busy boy. I mean, he was probably like, you know, maybe but he agreed guys, with you. So that's the thing. But that's the thing. That's funny about that. All those guys in that world, that's what they do. It's like their whole yeah. life. They're mm-hmm. playboys. So I don't even see why people would be surprised. They're rich. That's their no, world. I mean, he had Marilyn Monroe sing to him in front of her. I mean, that's yeah, that you know was I mean? like that. That was that, that, you know, like he was a dick. <laughs> He's a king of dirty macking. He he was a dirty Mac uh, for sure. He uh, was just dirty. And dirty. his brother, too. I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. like I mean, it's, anyway. Woof. So the crown. right right but what's funny i was saying when i was watching the show they kind of glamorized her a lot and i just wanted to see if it was yeah that was really how it was i will say that woman reminded me nothing of her physically voice wise anything like she doesn't remind me of her at all but if that's the but if that's the and if, if anything that's the parallel that here the the what they tried to do with camelot was create the the dynasty the never ending queen kingdom of mm-hmm. of 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 kennedy and, and onassis and then uh uh with the with the with the whole fantasy that you know his brother would come in the wings and they got the whole family so like there was this i think they did try to anyway and i think that would be why they would want to have included them in this series and as i continue to try to think about it and maybe why they wouldn't want to include reagan with thatcher later on because they're trying to present uh I don't know, although that anyway, that might have helped with that narrative too. But anyway, so I, I'm just trying to think about that. But certainly there is that parallel with Camelot and I and I think the the crown and this attempt to present the Kennedys as our royalty, so yeah. to speak. Um uh, one thing I noticed about all those viral threads and everything that always call Jackie O ugly, uh she usually has her mouth open and she kind of has these. I never noticed until the Twitter threads, she kind of has these. And this is not what I said. This is what people were saying on on Twitter. What people were calling like rodent teeth. And I noticed when her mouth is closed, it goes. Um, you know, she looks much better. But all the ones where people were calling her ugly, I found she tends to have her mouth open. And I think oh. it's her teeth that everybody's. So I'll put a In link. In the shape of her link. head. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> hey, look. I mean, you know. Uh, what, what can I say? You're going to shove a white woman in my face and tell me she's the hottest thing ever. I have the right to critique. I, I, that's how I feel. You're going to shove No, I don't disagree. Face. I just, I'm just... Somehow the fellas are going to get blamed for this. I know somehow uh, some feminists are going to get mad and then somehow they're going to forget Vita said it and it's going <laughs> to turn into the guys. Good. T- that's great publicity because I know I, we have no problem going at oh, that. Oh, wow. Look at those teeth. Yeah, that's not good. Ah... <laughs> Like yeah, so I noticed bad. the it, yeah the teeth that were not uh, too hot. Come on, you guys! She tried to she had to pick up her husband's brains off the back of the car. That's right. Have Be nice. Very true. Yeah, that's sad. Be nice. That's real sad. Be nice. 
I'm and I'm gonna just let it slide that their elite families <laughs> gained a lot of wealth off of hey. a lot of people. She sure did, and then she married. She married. Uh, didn't she marry some royalty yeah, after that? No, Jackie. Oh yeah, uh, on, on Nassus. Oil, yeah, oil, yeah. yeah, oil, oil. So Super oil, rich. oil yeah. royalty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guy, a guy who owned royalty. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I feel. I feel really bad for her. Yeah. Yeah. How do you trade up after a Kennedy? Like she found the way somehow. She she found the way. Right. I mean, she wasn't playing, and she and she knew what she looked like. She was like, I gotta, I gotta make this, you know, I gotta trade up. I gotta, I gotta trade this name brand. I gotta trade this, this, uh, this swag. But that's what they do. Keep my mouth closed. <laughs> trade this swag. I the teeth. But, but and that's I'll get what another they do. One. That's their world. That's how they, that's how they yeah. get out. Right. You gotta look at how they showed it in the crown. It's all about who you marry. That's like a super, that's like a big central thing. Who you marry is like one of the most important decisions you could ever make. They kicked this. The motherfucker had to abdicate the entire throne. <laughs> you know, like they, they don't play about that shit. It's in their yeah, laws and constitutions yeah. on who they can marry. The Prince yeah. Philip origin story was just so heavy handed. Like I just could. It wasn't bad. Oh though, yeah, huh? it was just yeah. heavy handed as hell. Like yes. season two, the music and the trying to be <laughs> prestige. Like they were trying so hard to be a prestige show. That it almost became like a parody of a prestige show. Like it almost kind of got campy at sometimes season yes. two. And but they really say a little bit more about what you bit. mean by that. What do you, like his origin story? What what do you mean? Um, the one where they showed his childhood and they were just yeah, supposing it with yeah. Charles' childhood, yeah. and he gets in the shower and he stares at all the boys and he's building the gate. And yeah. you know, the mentor is like, When he asks for help, we'll give him the help. And he's like, mm-hmm. he finally comes in the door. Help! I was like, get the fuck out of here! Like, <laughs> this is the most. Even if it's true, even if it's true, you shouldn't put it in there. It's just too uh, fake. It wasn't this. It felt like a superhero origin story. Like it just yeah. felt like a or like a sitcom ending. Like there's a lot of endings that feel like the the hug ending in a sitcom or a family drama. Like I felt like I was watching oh, the very special episode. I, yeah, very yeah. special episode. Yeah. I'm totally dating myself with the reference, but. There was a couple of times where I felt like I'm watching Eight is Enough, like where they have a fight and oh, everybody wow. hugs it out at the end, or there's some kind of like everybody comes together scene. Yeah, the Prince Philip and the building the gate, throwing the boat, and they're all calling to him. We'll be here if you need us. And he seems right. to start turning around. And like, it's like a made TV movie type shit. I know exactly what you're talking about. All right, y'all. So. That is the end of part one. Go to, again, patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks or click the link in the show notes to get part two. Be good.